these questions. Whoa, Look at us go. Oh my God, we're roaring. Um, hey, thanks for tuning in to Combo Radio, your go-to podcast for chats on career, identity, the highs, lows, and pretty much anything that makes up this crazy thing called life. We're bringing you real stories from everyday people, giving you an insight into their journey. So if you're feeling particularly nosy today, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Jess Rendell. Grab a seat. Let's have a combo. Hello, hello. Long time no speak. It's been a while since I've last come on the Combo Radio mic. Very sorry for that. I've had a crazy past couple of months. I got a new job. I moved into state. It's all just been ridiculous. I graduated uni, forgot about that one, even though it was a pretty big milestone. Um, our guest on this episode is my lovely friend, Bella Jackson. Bella and I essentially became joined at the hip when we traveled the States together last year. I visited her in New York at the beginning of her journey there. We did Chicago, Lollapalooza, went on to New Orleans. She came to visit me when I did my exchange in Alabama. It was just a crazy American adventure, but she stayed on to live on the American dream right in the heart of New York City. She works in artist and label marketing for Spotify, so she's constantly brushing shoulders with Mariah Carey, Camila Cabello, Harry Styles, Khalid, just, you know, casually like we all do in all our jobs. In this episode, she chats about her big move and everything she learned along the way, like what a credit score is and why you need one in NYC. We cover visas, finding apartments, and even dating in the Big Apple. So if you're planning a move over to New York anytime soon, or you just want someone to live vicariously through, keep listening. Welcome to episode four of Convo Radio, Bella Jackson on living and working in New York City. Yes. <laughs> so you're back in Australia. How does it feel after, when did you, were you last here? Uh, the last time I was here was March to get my visa. So it's been, you know, a long couple of months, but very happy to be back in the warm weather. Yeah, I can imagine it. it's like <laughs> negative a bajillion Yeah, degrees. I saw someone put negative nine degrees Celsius on an Instagram story the other day. So yeah, very happy to be here. <laughs> what do you even do? You can't even go outside in that weather. Yeah, no, you? it's very brutal. That's the tough thing about winter. It's just not much to do outside, which contributes to the seasonal depression yeah. sometimes, but. But, I mean, even yeah. in New York in the summer was so hot. I know, just yeah, that the light. seasons are intense, which is something I'm not used to at all coming yeah. from the Gold Coast. It's, you know, warm all year round, maybe yeah. a cold month in June, July. But so. that's nothing freezing like you yeah. have in New York. Yeah. Introduce yourself to our mm-hmm. listeners. Um, okay. You know, tell us a little bit about how you grew up, all that sort okay. of stuff. And okay. all up until today. Okay. <laughs> I'll try and keep it brief. Um, hi, I'm Bella. I'm 23 years old. I grew up on the Gold Coast, been living there my whole life. Um, I went to school at QUT in Brisbane. I studied a Bachelor of Business majoring in Marketing and a Bachelor of Creative Industries majoring in Journalism. I've recently made the move over to New York. Well, actually, not too recently. It's been a year and a half. Time has gone so fast. It's ridiculous. I moved over there in June last year, and it's just the best. I love it. I'm very happy over there. I currently work at Spotify, which is my absolute dream job, and it's just the best. So yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me. I probably left out a few <laughs> years there, but um, yeah, that's kind of it's where a, I am now. It's a preview. It's a little yeah, it's a little skim. snap. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bore you with all the yeah. crazy details. Well, it's actually crazy to think like how far, mm-hmm. how much things have changed in just a year, I know. over a year. Because I, I remember before you moved to New York. Um, 
I was sitting in a lecture hall and I'd like bought tickets to Lollapalooza or something (laughs) and I posted on my story and you were like oh my gosh I'm gonna be in America at that time like Uh I want to come too and we weren't even like that good friends back then but it was just like sweet like let's figure out where we're gonna stay later but we've got these they're the best moments we had a lot of good adventures that year yeah (laughs) and it was crazy because like then I came over and stayed with you in New York for mm-hmm. a couple of days. That was and the best. that was oh, it was so much fun. We mm-hmm. were just like major tourists, just did everything yeah, touristy. Yeah, got your first tattoo yep, together. Yep. No worries. Mems. Sorry, mum and dad, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I just remember you were like, yeah, I'm just moving over here. I've got, you know, no, no plans or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm just looking for a job, just chilling, yep. just seeing what's going to happen. Yep. And I think it was like oh, the week after I'd left or something, you got the Yeah, call. exactly. Yeah. You were there when I was yeah. going through the whole interview process so that's it just was, so crazy to think how much has changed since, literally like yeah, going from july july 2018 july 2018 yeah it's uh-huh. just been such crazy times can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about i guess why you decided to move to new york okay well um during my degree i studied abroad in upstate new york at this place called suny oswego and i went there um from 2016 full 2016 i loved it so much so i decided to say another semester which was spring 17 i don't know why i just like very i've always been very obsessed with the u.s like my friends know that my family know that like no one's really surprised that I ended up here so I did that fell in love I came home and I just felt a little unsettled like you know I was about to graduate wasn't really sure what was going on and I heard you can get this visa called the J1 visa which you can get up to one year after you graduate from uni so I started looking into that um, I graduated end of December 2017 decided okay I'm gonna pursue the visa I didn't have any plans when I graduated I like was looking on seek, you know kind of looking around see if anything was exciting but nothing really like sparked my interest so I did that um, was applying for the visa and then actually during that time I applied for my internship at Spotify and I didn't think I got it all and uh, like two weeks before it was meant to start I got a call did a few interviews and then next minute I know I was moving to Sydney That's because crazy. yeah so I had to put the visa on hold because I was like I can't turn down an opportunity to intern at Spotify so luckily my auntie lived there so I got to stay with her for about five months while I was there so that really you know was the best experience ever and then turns out they couldn't keep any of their interns in Sydney so I was like I'm gonna start up my visa application again and off I went to New York in June 2018 yeah and so how did that kind of transition from you know interning at Spotify and Uh then getting the job at Spotify in New York was it sort of like you found out about it from the Sydney Spotify office yeah yeah well I asked them if there was any way they could transfer me because I was on the consumer marketing team at the time but there's nothing they could really do it's all got to do with headcount and everything like that so just like check the Spotify jobs website keep checking keep checking my last week there um, the role I have now popped up, which is artist and label marketing coordinator. So I was like, oh my god, like I'm, I've got my visa, it's approved, I'm, I'm moving. So I went straight to my boss there, head of HR, and was like, hey, like I just saw this role. Is there anything you can do to get my foot in the door, even just a first interview? So like, of course, of course, they sent over an amazing recommendation to the head of HR over there and the team, which got me my first interview. So. That was a relief. Obviously, it didn't guarantee anything, but Mm. it got me my first interview, which was, you know, just a shot. So I had my first interview while I was still in Australia. Um, I had about a month of interviews before I moved over to New York, and I still didn't know really what was going on. So I moved over, still didn't know if I had the job, but I was just like, you know what, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. Like, there's so many other opportunities in New York. I've got the internship at Spotify on my resume now, so so hopefully that's going to help. Um, continued my interviews you came over and we were having fun you know it was great didn't have to work for a month and then I found out I got it so (laughs) then I started 
end of July 2018. So yeah, and that's kind of how it worked out. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's crazy because a lot of people, you know, before they, I guess you had kind of something organized and something in the books yeah. for, and you went over, yeah. um, but it wasn't 110% no, confirmed. Yeah. So, yeah. And I didn't think I was going to get it because this role, you know, you have to have a lot of experience in the music industry, but the labels... I, you know, I had never worked in the U.S. before. Like, I'd lived there, which was great, but I didn't have that experience behind me, and this is a very competitive role. So it was really, I think it was all about the right timing, you know, the right place. I think that's what it comes down to a lot of the time. So I, I think I just got really lucky, and, yeah, yeah a great sure. recommendation helped. So. And was yeah. it, um, do you know if there was anybody else that was, like, kind of going for the role? Was it competitive? Yeah, it was definitely competitive. Um, there was definitely a few top runners. I'm, I think the reason they actually went with me, because I thought my age was going to be an issue because I was 21 at the time when I applied. And I was like, you know, I've just graduated. This is a competitive role. They want someone with experience. It is a coordinator. It is an entry-level position. So I thought that would be, um, you know, my... Downfall. Well, yeah, my downfall. Yeah. So yeah. I really wasn't expecting to get it. I was like, it's great, you know, interview experience, da 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 da. But turns out that was the reason that um, that was one of my greatest strengths in the interview process because I was young, I was yeah. eager, I was keen to learn. So yeah, it worked out really well for me, my age. <laughs> and I think that's a really important thing as well for a lot of people graduating yeah. um, university and going out into the workforce and looking for jobs. It's that mm -hmm. mentality of like, yes, you are young, and yeah. yes, you may only have internships under your belt mm -hmm. and no actual, you know, industry experience. Mm -hmm. but internships are just as valuable as jobs themselves 100% you need to have internships under your belt yeah like there's no way I would have been yeah. where I am today like when I was at uni I was interning since my second year and that definitely helped me you know get that Spotify internship in the first place which then led to that so I think that's you know my biggest tip to anyone is just intern while you're at uni don't leave it until you've graduated and then you can't get anything you know because it's very competitive out there yeah and I guess um you know just about your internships as well do you think your internship obviously you interned at Spotify and then you got a job at Spotify mm -hmm. um how did your internship kind of prepare you for the job that you have now well I guess it was in the same company so that really helped just learning how the processes work their internal systems and just like the culture of the whole company understanding how the people work how they communicate I think that was really helpful and that was like I'd done internships before but it wasn't really a full-time thing it was like I do a few days here a few days there and I was just really immersed into what it was like to work full-time you know so I think that really helped prepare me I think that's a really good thing to do before entering the workforce full-time so you get a little taste <laughs> yeah and how did you sort of manage that I guess uncertainty of moving to the other side of the world you know New York's mm -hmm. not the cheapest city yeah. in the world to move to yeah um how did you kind of tackle that in terms of like finances you know like um savings and how did you afford it because yeah. what if you went over there and you didn't have a job yeah. and all of a sudden like uh -huh. you're just living off your of savings course, yeah how did you tackle like well, the money side of it yeah that's kind of how it was I was just kind of living off my savings and I was like if it doesn't work out I can just move home that's kind of especially the few weeks before the move was actually happening I really started to get nervous as you do you know you're yeah. leaving everything behind I was like it's okay if it doesn't work out I can just come home so that's kind of the mentality I lived by while I was moving over and once I was there you know I just like made connections networked with people continued up to applying for other things while I was still interviewing for Spotify but yeah as in regards to the money situation I guess while I was interning in Sydney, I knew I was most likely going to be moving, so I was just saving as much as I possibly could. I was living with my auntie for free, thankfully. Yeah. So, you know, I had a bit of money behind me and just was hoping for the best. 
And was and it a paid internship? Yes, it was. Oh, so that really on. helped. And That's also, when I did move over, I moved um, to Bushwick and Brooklyn, which is much, much cheaper to yeah. live instead of living right in Manhattan. So that was just kind of a choice I made. I was like, okay, I'm, I have no idea if I'm going to have a job or when it's going to start to have the income rolling in. I'm going to move somewhere a little cheaper. So that was definitely a good way to start living and- in New York. And I guess let's let's talk a little bit about, you know, the move over there itself, the technicalities uh-huh. of trying to find a place, you know, trying yeah. to rent, the exchange rate. You know, you think mm-hmm. you have all this money. I remember when I yeah. went over on exchange. That's the biggest shock. I was, I like had all this money mm-hmm. and then I wasn't even thinking about the, like the I exchange know. rate. I know. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I've got this amount of money. I'm, I'm budgeting this, this and that. And then it literally got to like a month out and I was like, holy shit, the exchange rate. <laughs> and I, it turns out I needed like five or six grand yep. more mm-hmm. than what I actually had to make up for you know the travels that I wanted to do while I was exactly. over there so how yeah. did that sort of work out for you with finding a place and all that sort of yeah, stuff yeah well I found my place um there's actually a bunch of Facebook groups called like Australians in New York City Australians accommodation so I was just kind of researching stalking or previous posts so I could get an idea of how much it was the right areas to live in that kind of stuff but I actually ended up finding my first apartment and my roommates on this app called Roomy. I was just while I was in Sydney, I was just looking through it, and, I, and this really nice girl messaged me called Renee. We still live together today. She's Love the Renee! Best. Shout, Shout out, out to Renee! <laughs> Peach um, mango juice. Yeah, follow her on Instagram. She's an artist. She's great. So I found her, and I was like, yeah, she seems nice. And I know a lot of people are like, wait, like you didn't know her? You just reached out to a yeah. random on the internet. But you no, know, I did my research. I stalked her on Instagram, and the app is very secure. So I did have to, you know put in a bit of money but if that wasn't to work out the app you know they have all their insurance and stuff yeah. like that which would refund it and the thing was when I signed up for this it was on a month to month sublease so if it didn't work out you could after leave. that month I could leave I didn't yeah. sign a lease or anything that's yeah. one thing that's really hard for that's Australians awesome. that move over because you need a credit history so that's something I've had to do I've had to get a credit card which I never had before build yeah. a credit history in order to sign a lease like it's just so difficult over there to kind of like you know build up yeah. that um, credit history and so you're able to sign a lease. So that's what most people do. They come yeah. over and they sublease month to month. And there's so many listings on that Australians in your Facebook page as well. If you don't find something on Roomy, and you know, I think it's a bit comforting to you know, oh, there's an Australian person like yeah. you know, similar. Yeah. And it's so. kind of you know we tend to flock to each other. Oh yes, I yeah. know my, all my friends in New York are Australian, basically. So. Yeah. And what's something that you didn't know when you moved over there? Like for example, the credit history kind yeah. of stuff. Something that you hadn't really planned for, and you were like, "Whoa!" Like just thrown you in the deep end into the adult adulting world of living overseas. Is there? Yeah. Well, I guess I never really lived out of home like I'd live with my aunt but it's like you know I'd get yeah. dinner cooked me up for every night and yeah. you know they'd drive me around and it was very it was definitely good training living in Sydney but yeah moving to New York was definitely a bit of a shock I love the independence though it was nice to be able to do my own thing no one really asking where I am or yeah. not that I'm up to that all the time, <laughs> but um yeah that was probably the biggest shock just you know dealing with budgets and mm-hmm. making sure like once I did get a job just yeah. you know this is how much rent is this is how much I'm earning and just kind of figuring that out as well as you know all the the food and grocery shopping and all of that, just trying to sort that out and get into a good routine, I think was one thing that was a struggle at first, but now I'm all good. So. And what's one thing about, I guess, the main difference of the American lifestyle and I guess living in New York City, which is like to the here? complete opposite to yeah. the Gold Coast? Oh, it's so different. Like I'm out basically every night of the week. It's so, it's so crazy. Like it's amazing. It's the place you want to be when you're in your twenties, you know, there's something going on Monday nights. And like, I'd like to have Monday nights as a me night. That's what I always tell myself. And then something pops up. I'm like, gotta oh, say well. yes. <laughs> like, I'm such a yes girl. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always just saying yes to everything and it's yeah. just, the energy in the city is just so unlike 
anything and everyone's always you know running around fast paced you know you've really got to look where you're going you can't yeah. be on your phone and walking because someone's going to run you over but yeah. yeah it's just buzzing the entire time and everything's open to all hours and everyone thinks it's so funny I'm like yeah like we'd go out shopping late night on Thursday but it's you know it's late it's night every, every night <laughs> so yeah it's great you know and I think the good thing about New York is everyone's really open to make friends on like other cities in the world because everyone's down to just do anything, go to everything, say to everything. I think the people in New York are really friendly and everyone in New York doesn't really come from New York or have grown up there. They've moved from other places. So everyone kind of has that same mentality to hustle and be open to new experiences, which is what I really like. I guess you would just get FOMO or get left behind if you were kind of a homebody. Oh yeah. Yeah. I cannot imagine being a homebody. Like obviously I do love having my quiet afternoons and my Netflix binges, but it's, yeah, you've really got to be, you got to keep up with it. Yeah, you really do. So what's it been like working in the States? So, Mm -hmm. you know, how many jobs did you have beforehand? Were they just sort of like casual jobs? Was this your first grad job? Yeah, yes. This is my first, my first ever big girl job. Like, so it was the internship at Sydney before, which was also kind of like a big girl job. I felt like I was a full-time employee, even though it was only temporary. Before that, I worked at Kiki K at Pacific Fair. Before that, I was studying abroad and I was interning. So I was a video production coordinator there. Before that, I worked at the Gold Coast Libraries from like straight out of school from 2013 to 2016 before I left. And then I also did internships at Cancer Council Queensland in marketing and RSPCA. So that's kind of my, I don't think I missed anything. I also, I think my first ever internship was at Radio Metro on the Gold Coast, Cute. which is so funny to like think back on. I was such a baby, just like, <laughs> but, yeah. What are some of the highlights of your Spotify career so far? gosh there's so many there's just so many pinch me moments I just think I'm so lucky every day and I'm super grateful for my job but probably I don't know I just I think the event I did last week with Harry Styles that was a huge name drop yeah that was definitely I think one of my favorite things my team has ever done we celebrated the release of his album Fine Line and just created the world of Eroda which if you've seen if you've seen the Adore um you music video it's you know we recreated that world he surprised his fans I got to listen to the album it was just so special and he's such a lovely guy like definitely one of, for like the level of fame he is it's so refreshing to see people who are so lovely and want to shake everyone's hand and say thank you and hello so that was probably my favorite or probably Mariah Carey just because it's Mariah Carey yeah, so, and, yeah that was a pretty cool one but what, there, did, what did you guys do for her um, well it's the 25 year anniversary of All I Want for Christmas is you so um, our team worked together to you know try and amplify the anniversary and ultimately get her to number one which she achieved this week which was pretty cool so we made this really cool video yeah so we made this really cool video with her where she officially announced the launch of Christmas yeah I'll send you the video she invented Christmas it's a a very cool video it was it went really well on socials and everyone was happy she was happy but yeah you know Mariah Carey like what can you say (laughs) and what's been the toughest part about your move well that probably the guilt of leaving behind my family and friends. That's one thing I really struggle with. I hate, like, I love having visitors come over, but I hate saying goodbye. Yeah. And, like, I obviously love coming home, but, like, the day or two before, I'm like, oh, no, like, I have to leave or go home. And, like, I, I love living in New York. It's the best. And once I'm there and I'm in my routine, I'm good. I keep in touch with all my family and friends all the time, but it's just, you know, missing yeah. family and friends. And, you know, grandparents, You, it's not as easy to contact or FaceTime as family. So that's probably probably the toughest thing, which is always, like, an internal battle. Like, have I made the right decision yeah. here? Like, you know, I want to be spending as much time with my loved ones as possible, but, I you mean, know. I 
It's I a guess sacrifice. it's a sacrifice that you have to make, but yeah, I mean, that's why this podcast is probably going to go for like 25 hours because Bella <laughs> can't say goodbye to me, so <laughs> we're just going to be here for a long Strap in, guys. Strap in. <laughs> um, what's the best part, if you can even choose, mm. about living in the city that never sleeps? This, oh, the best part. It's just New York City. Like, yeah. when, I first went there for the, when I went there for the first time, just, you know, all I had based on was movies and TV shows. And once you're there, it's like, it's 10 times better and brighter and bigger and more energetic. It's just the best. There's always something on every night of the week. Everyone's down to say yes. Everyone's down to have an adventure. There's anything you want to do, you can do it. Anything you want to buy, you can get it. It's just all there. I, I don't know if that's the best way to explain New York, but... It's, it's the just greatest happening. It's the greatest city in the world. There's no place like it. Yeah. You know, there's LA and I've spent a bit of time there, but it's just, it's not the same buzz. It's, it's yeah. New York City. You got to go to experience it and feel it and see what it's like. I think everybody who's been there has a special place in their heart. Yeah. You know? Like it's just, it's one of those places that you just, there's something for everyone. Yeah, there is. That That's the thing. That's the thing. Um. Okay. Let's break it down. I know you spoke a little bit about visas and all that technicality uh-huh. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. What would your tips be for someone wanting to move to New York City? Um, mm-hmm. You know, let's start from the beginning, making that decision, organizing visas, uh-huh. finding a place, a yeah. job, all that sort of stuff. Okay. Well, if step, one. If, step <laughs> one, if you're still in uni, I would seriously consider the J1 visa. So you can get that up to one year after you graduate. So whatever's printed on your graduation certificate, that's the one year. So even though you might have finished your classes a few months ago and you graduate later, that's your one year date. So I'd recommend going over on that. That's probably the easiest way to do it because this visa allows you to work for one year wherever you want to do you can do many jobs at once it's it's amazing like Australia is so lucky that we have the opportunity to have this visa so I went through this company called IENA so I would I-E-N-A I would recommend looking them up they're super easy so they act as the sponsor instead of having a company sponsor Mm. you you have IENA sponsor you and they kind of deal with like the insurance they provide assistance for job support looking for apartment it's just you know your go-to kind of Um, while you're over there but now I've actually moved on to the E3 visa which is also another option if you didn't go to uni and you still want to move over or you've missed that one year deadline so the E3 um, is an exclusive visa between Australia and US like doesn't apply to New Zealand or any other countries it's just Australia very lucky Um, so yeah this is a visa you can get if you have a company sponsor you so I started at Spotify I continued on the J1 until it was about to expire and then I went and got the E3 which you have to you can't get it in the US you have to leave the country so I came home went to Sydney because there's only um, Sydney, Melbourne and Perth consulate. There isn't one in Brisbane, which sucks. So yeah, I got that and that lasts for two years and that's unlimited renewal. You just have to leave the country, come back in, which is great. So a lot of friends I know who, you know, haven't been able to get the J1. They've gone over for three months, which is the, on the ESTA visa, which is like the tourist visa. They go over their interview and then they find someone who's willing to sponsor them on the E3 and there you go, you can work in the US. So it's actually not that hard. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people, that stops them, you know, they're like, oh, exactly. that's just so scary. Like, how am I even going to get a job? I know. What am I even going to do? Exactly. Visas are so technical and but blah, blah, blah. you can go over and you can wing it. And yeah. You can try you and can get that E3 visa. But I think that's one thing that was a lot easier for me that when I left Australia, I didn't really have anything holding me here. Like I didn't have a job. I didn't have an apartment. I didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't have, mm. you know, much holding me. I think it would be now that I'm a lot settled in New York. It's kind of hard to think. I can't imagine moving anywhere else. Like obviously back to Australia, but yeah. to pick everything up again and move, it's crazy to look back. I'm like, how did I do that? Like, 
I just and feel like I'm not as courageous yeah. as I was that year and a half. I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just one of those things like you don't know how it's going to pan out until you just do it. Yeah, you know? exactly. You could sit there and think for ages all the things that could go I wrong. I know, but, but can you imagine looking back in five years and you're like, oh shit, I, I could have done that. I should have done that. Yeah. Like, you just got to do it. Otherwise, you're going to have regrets your, for the rest your of your 20s, life. Your 20s is that time where you've got no responsibilities. Exactly. You've got nothing tying you yeah. down. Yeah. And I mean, all within means, you know, mm-hmm. obviously don't quit everything yeah, and go yeah. over there with like $25 in your pocket. Yeah, you know, you've got to be a little bit <laughs> you prepared. It definitely yeah. takes a while, but if you're committed, it's, yeah. it's quite a breeze. And there's lots of help, as I was saying, that Australians in your Facebook page, all the questions, all the answers you need on there. So I would definitely recommend joining if you're thinking about moving over. <laughs> and it's a pretty intimidating city. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot going on. There's no doubt people have their groups and their cliques. How did you find your friendship circle? Um, well, a lot of my friends were actually from when I studied abroad. So I would always hang out with them. The thing was, a lot of them didn't live in the city. So I would, you know, I'd have visitors come in and go and like some of my friends would come in and I'd have friends from work and people I'd just meet through my roommates, that kind of stuff. But then I actually had a friend come visit who introduced me to another Australian girl, Emily. Um, Shout out to Emily. And we became really good friends and she introduced me to a bunch of people. And then I've had other friends move over on the J1 visa, which is amazing, who are also Australian. And I've introduced them to them. So it's just a nice little Australian girl group. I'd say that's my main friendship group. But then I also have a lot of friends that I've met at Spotify and just through working like other people in the music industry. And they're such amazing people. And it's kind of nice to you know connect with people in the same industry as you who understand and yeah. you can talk about all that kind of yeah. stuff so and I think with connecting with people that are on the mm-hmm. same level I remember last year or however long ago it was now time goes by so yeah. quick um we were sitting in on a park bench mm-hmm. in somewhere in New York I oh, can't no. remember what park it was I don't know what and it was say. like <laughs> Bella's like uh-oh <laughs> we've sat on a lot of park benches um, <laughs> Um, I just remember talking to you about how there's just some people that you connect with and mm-hmm. some people that are go-getters in the same way I know that the you bench are. In. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that one beautiful yeah. bench. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, you have your friends in high school and you have your friends at uni and you can grow out of people and that's oh, yeah. a thing. 100%. And, yeah, and you sort of have to find your tribe in a sense. Yeah, and exactly. people who are just as motivated as you are. Uh-huh. And I think what brought us so close together and what made us click was we both had that same kind of drive to yeah, want something more. Exactly, you want know? something more than just the daily routine of living where yeah. you've grown up. I and mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but yeah. just for me and I guess just for you, we want something more, a challenge yeah. to, you know, continue yeah. growing and bettering ourselves. Yeah, and it's, it's just, it's so important to find those people that connect with you on that same level mm-hmm. and that want similar things that you do because it challenges you and it makes uh-huh. you be the best version yeah, that you can. Exactly. You know, you like surround yourself with those people. Exactly. Like surround yourself with people who are doing amazing things that you're like, whoa, I wish I could be mm-hmm. doing that kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know, and that's 100%. like whenever I, you know, look at you and whatever your life is and whatever you're doing <laughs> in New York being amazing <laughs> and I'm in the middle of nowhere Australia now. Um it's just it's just so good to have those constant reminders that you know you can be these yeah things yeah you can keep 100%. pushing and having friends that are doing these things so that you can see it's okay possible. It, yeah, yeah exactly it really is but yeah i just can't imagine looking back two years ago today which i just got the facebook reminder i graduated oh around gosh. two years 
I didn't know I had the internship when I graduated. I had no idea what I'd be doing in yeah. two years. So just looking back, it's crazy to see how much has changed. And it's just, I guess, about taking that next step. I mean, this time last year, I was just coming home from a semester in the States. Yeah. Like, my life and was so different. It was it, it was a massive change. And I had no idea, you know, where I was going to be this mm-hmm. time the following year. And like, if I would have told myself, you know, this is where you're going to be, mm-hmm. this is what you're going to be doing, I would have been I know. like, nah, it's like, crazy. Surely not. It's, it's so hard to believe. Time, that concept of time is just ridiculous. I, know, I can't quite wrap my head around it still. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. All right. Well, apart from making friends, you've mm-hmm. got your lovely boyfriend Sam. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What was dating like in the city? You know how? How does that all work? Oh you... my gosh. It's all about the apps, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I tried a few different ones, like the classic Bumble, um, the League, which is another one. But um, Hinge was definitely my favorite. I don't know. Do they have Hinge in Australia? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So I definitely recommend Hinge. This one's a bit more personal like there's a bunch of questions that you answer so you kind of get to give the person a taste of your personality you kind of get to see what they're about yeah so that's kind of how I met Sam and he made some funny joke about rocks because he studied geology he's like match with me and I'll tell you what rock you are (laughs) so that's kind of how we got talking um and then I don't know for me going on dates I get extremely nervous and someone basically needs to push me out the door like I remember before my first date with Sam I was like I don't want to go. Like, think I'm gonna yeah. cancel. You're yeah. just making all the excuses because it's nerve-wracking. It is. You know, it's going scary. on first dates, but especially like, in a New York City, like yeah. you know, this crazy. Like, you can't relate. Like, oh, we're both Aussies. Like, where did you go to high school? Yeah, or, exactly. You don't have that. I know. There's just yeah, it's a lot to talk about. But anyways, my roommate Renee. Hi, Renee. She <laughs> um, pushed me out the door, and off I went on the date. And the rest is history. And I've been together for over a year. But he's the best. Let's get a bit deeper now, oh, even no. deeper. Oh, um, no. We'll move on to our power questions. Okay, okay. So what's something you wish you knew when you were 18? Hmm. Oh, gosh. In regards to work or life or I personal? guess just everything. Maybe what were the things that you were worried about when you were 18 yeah. that, you know, you look back on now and you wish you could tell your 18 Yeah, yourself. I just feel like looking back to when I was 18, I would have just to finish my first year of uni. I was so clueless. Like, I, I liked what I was doing, but I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really sure. I was like, yeah, I'll finish this. I just wish I could go back and tell myself that, you know, it's all going to work out and stress less. Enjoy it while you can. I think that's one thing throughout uni. As you do, you're stressed and you're worried, like, am I going to pass? Am I going to fail? Is it all going to work out? What's going to be my life in three years? So just, you know, keep chugging along. Keep Actually, one thing I'd really tell myself was probably get more involved in uni clubs at 18 mm. because I didn't really do that. I did that in my very last semester of uni and I made the greatest friends ever. They came last night. You met yeah. them. Um, so yeah, that's probably one thing I'd go back. Just, you know, chill a little less. Obviously you got to work hard and just get more involved, make more friends at uni, that kind of thing. Cause for me at uni, I was just kind of, I'll go in, I'll go out, go back to the Gold Coast, do my thing. Cause I had to commute from the Gold Coast. Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. So like, join more clubs. 18 year old clubs. Bella. Yeah. Come on girl. <laughs> What's something that you want to leave behind in 2019? So one thing I want to leave behind in 2019, even though I love my say yes to everything um, attitude and mentality, I think sometimes you need to have a little bit of self-care in those me nights. And I was getting very burnt out towards the end of the year where it was just exhausting. I didn't have enough time to, you know, take care of me, spend time with friends, spend time with my boyfriend. It was all fun. Like I was going to shows every night or going to a dinner with a label, doing that kind of thing. And it's all fun. But then once you're doing that four or five nights a week, you get to the weekend and you're like, I can't Ooh. do anything. Like I'm exhausted because, you know, you're working long hours and all that. So that's probably one thing I want to leave behind in 2019, just to tone down the 
say yes to everything mentality. But yeah. still, you know, you got to say yes and you got to try all the new opportunities, but just, you know, kind of reevaluate your priorities and see, do I really need to do that? Or should I, you know, take a moment to breathe? I guess something like that takes time as well. Because, you know, when you first move to New York, you're like, I want to do everything. I don't yeah, want to miss out on 100%. anything. I want to try it all. But then yeah. now that you've been there for, how many exactly. years has been now? Uh, a year and a half. A year and a half. Now yeah. that you've been there for that long, you can sort of judge it and see, okay, well, if I miss out on exactly. that, Exactly, yeah. And that's something you learn with time. And I've had a great 2019, wouldn't trade it for the world. But 2020, obviously, I want to keep doing all these amazing things, but I just want to tone it down a notch I'm just getting so much more mature (laughs) that I have to have one night in a week okay (laughs) and what's I guess you sort of answered this in the Mm -hmm. last question but what's something you want to do more of in 2020 Hmm. more of in 2020 well yeah definitely say no to more things because that's all right Um, but other than that I think I want to continue traveling I don't really have many travel plans for 2020 but yeah definitely see more of the world that's I feel like you've seen a lot of. I know I've, I'm up to I think 21 states in the US, so I'd definitely like to check a few more of those off. But yeah, just continue to have more fun adventures, see more of the US while I'm there. Because yeah. I don't, you know, obviously I want to stay for a long time, but you know, everyone's like, "Wow, you've seen more of the US than I have." Like my American friends, I'm like, "Yeah, well, it's all new and exciting, but I haven't really seen that much yeah. of Australia, a bit to Queensland, New South Wales, and Victoria, and that's it. You know, it's three states." Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I guess like with your boyfriend being from, is he from Philadelphia? Yeah. Yeah. Just so, outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that would help as well for him having family around. Yeah, exactly. And they and... love going on fun trips. Yeah. So it's very nice to tag along and he's always down for an adventure as well. So we like to plan ahead. I have like a whole schedule weekend yeah. in 2020. Oh, okay. I've got that there, that there. See if I can put a long weekend there, add an extra day, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Where's one of the places that you've been or a couple mm-hmm. that you've been like, whoa, one of my favorite? Um, definitely Vermont. That I got to go a few times a lot this year and it's the most magical place in the world. They have all the seasons. Like New York has all the seasons, but in winter, it's just a winter wonderland. You can go snowmobiling and cross country skiing. So I really want to do another snow trip. Um, and then Vermont, it's so beautiful in the summer. You can go kayaking, stand up paddleboarding. It's just such a nice little like breath of fresh air compared to New York. I just love, at least once a month, I try to get out of the city if that's just going home to Sam's family's place or going to visit my friend friend on Long Island. It's just so refreshing to get out of the hustle and bustle for a weekend. So yeah, definitely try and plan one of those every every month of the year. more about I guess your life in New York and mm-hmm. like um some of the places that you know you really enjoy going like your favorite lunch spot or where you love working out things like okay. that um yeah so working out I've joined class pass which I, I absolutely pass. love um so yeah I do a few classes I love to do the reformer pilates I'm not much of a yoga person so I feel pilates I'm still getting the stretch and it's yeah. kind of my kind of yoga quiet time and then I also like doing Hit classes, I go to this place called Lift Tonic, which is more of a weights kind of thing. Honestly, I've been really slacking on my routine since about my birthday, which was mid-November. Other than that, I was going really well, but I'm excited for 2020 to get back into that, which I'm really happy about because I've never really been into fitness in the last like six or eight months. I really made it a priority and I noticed like when people always, oh, I just feel so good after I exercise. I was like, yeah, no, you don't shut up. And then I did it <laughs> and I would like feel guilty if I didn't exercise. So it's actually nice that... Um, I've like got into that mentality of making a priority to exercise and eat better and feel good. So that's probably another thing I want to do in the new year. And and how do you like squeeze all that in? Because obviously oh, yeah. between all the socializing, <laughs> mm-hmm. all the, you know, like in Australia, we're very lucky. You can just go for a run down the yeah, street. Yeah, exactly. In New York, uh-huh. probably not as easy. Yeah. Like how do you, you know, sort of squeeze that yeah. in? Yeah. Well, for me, I tried to, I thought it was realistic. Three times a week, I'd like to do a Pilates class, a HIIT class. Sam also has a gym in his apartment. So I'll normally do that as one thing. And that's something we can do together. 
Um, Pilates, like, I have some other friends in class possibly like, hey, so it's sometimes I kind of try and intertwine it with a social activity so, you know, you're knocking two things out at <laughs> yeah. the same time. But, yeah, it does get tough sometimes. And I'm not really a morning workout person. Like, I, I, on the weekends I am, but just before work, I'm like, I just kind of like to sleep to in get until ready. get ready and then I'd much rather do it after work. But then sometimes I have days where I'm like, I just want to get it done in the morning and then I can do whatever I want after work. But there's also, um, at Spotify, they've just opened a workout studio, so I really want to make use of those in the new year as well. That's crazy. They have, like, perks. hit... Yeah, they have hit classes, boxing, dance, and all that. But they're at, like strange times sometimes that don't always work but yeah I've got like to, I've got to do that day. yeah yeah I'm like I can't really leave my yeah, desk I'm gonna go from this meeting yeah. quick workout right come back, back. Yeah, so. um okay I'm gonna give you a little challenge oh, no. see if you can list as many artists oh, so this will you've okay. been there for what a year and a half now yes. so you've gone through a few mm-hmm. worked with a few peeps um let's see how many artists you can list um that you've worked with yeah in let's say should we do a minute no 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 like 20 seconds okay 20 seconds okay 20 seconds seconds starting now okay so harry styles ryan carey camilla cabello that was really awesome um khalid did something with him earlier in the year taylor parks she's one of my favorite developing ones who else weezer tool they're kind of in the rock space so not much my jam but that was cool Oh my gosh, who else? Um, wait, I have a list. Oh, that's right. Am I cheating? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, but because this is a pretty cool name um, drop, I'll let you continue. Oh, Blink-182, one, Blink that was another rock one. Lizzo, okay, Lizzo was my favorite. And then Janet Jackson, she's also a legend. So I think, have I run out of time? That's all I can It must have been such like a dream come true for you to be like, holy moly, not only am I living and working in New York City, Mm -hmm. I get to meet all these famous people. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the obsession with America as well. They have so many famous people. Like we have famous people here in Australia, but let's face it, a lot of them are just B grade celebrities. Not really, you know, (laughs) whereas in the States, you're literally up close and personal with all these. What was that like for you? Well, I've always been such a fangirl. Like if you know me, I get very excited. Like I was always one to like go early to concerts and line up so it's yeah, front row. Same. You know, I just Me and get, my sister would I get, do that. Yeah, I get very starstruck. But obviously I had to learn to tone it down. But if it's <laughs> someone I really love, I'm still like, you know, just cheesing in the back, get yeah. a little quiet. But, you know, with everyone else, it's kind of just like they're normal people. Obviously everyone's going to say that. But yeah. when you're in a room with them and there's not all the big bright lights and the music and all the band, it's like, wow, wow, they're actually they're normal actually people. Human. Yeah, they're, they're actually human, human so... It's oh. fun, but yeah, a lot of pinch me moments. I'm like, how am I in a room right now with Mariah Carey? <laughs> Your hair's blowing in the wind. I'm like, what is going on? You're like, is this real life? Yeah, yeah. That's my, crazy. I think it was my third week on the job. We did something with Janet Jackson, and I was like, are oh. you kidding me? And I really wanted to go up and crack a joke that we had the same last, but I got too nervous. I'm like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't do this on my yeah. third week on the job. But yeah, you get a note from your manager. Yeah, it's like you need to stop stop making these jokes. Not funny. Let's move on to our next okay. section, okay. or whatever I call them. What do I call them? Segments. Yeah, segment. The okay, yep. Section we love a segment. <laughs> we love a good segment. We love a good podcast okay. segment. So this one is um, a game. So okay. you'll pretty much have to go through 10 different categories, and you have 30 seconds to For go each through category. them. And we'll give you... A letter. Let's do N for New York, since this is all things New York City, this podcast. Oh, no. So um, you'll have 30 seconds, and I'll give you 10 different categories. So your time starts. So your letter is N, and mm-hmm. time starts now. What is a boy's name? Nick. City. New York. Girl's name? Um, Nadine. Country. 
Oh, New York. <laughs> New York is not oh a country. Oh my god. Um, oh, that's hard. Nigeria. Oh, there we go. Occupation. Nurse. Animal. Um, a nocturnal owl. <laughs> I don't know if that's the thing you can, can pass. I pass, pass come back. Celebrity. Celebrity. Oh my gosh. Um, and 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 and. Give me more time. Can oh. I come back? I'm having a mind break. Oh, Nicholas Sparks. He's an yeah. orphan. Does that count? Um, movie. Movie. Oh my gosh. Pass. Song. <laughs> Song. Um, um, oh my gosh, we're going to have to cut this <laughs> And I was going well at the beginning. Um, and song. Okay, I'm really having a mind like Colour. Colour. Um, Is there noir? Noir. Noir. Black. We're French. We're <laughs> yeah. going French. Okay, we definitely went over the time okay, by a but lot. I tried. But you tried. Okay, that was I'm good. To, what's, an, think, what's an animal that starts with M? A Oh, that's actually it's tricky. A I'm really not going well right now. Okay, that's a tough one. I think that was it. That was an okay pass. If anybody knows, let us know because that's a tricky one. And then song never say never. Oh, duh. Seriously, I got a little stressed. What else did we have? Um, the movie. The movie. Oh. The Nightmare on Elm Street. The note, the note, we literally oh, said Nicholas Fox. I know, yeah, I, I don't know why. I was like, does that even count? Yeah, I guess. All right. Look, okay. I'll let that one slide. Okay, sorry. Definitely I, got not a, I was in, doing well at the beginning. You were doing very well. I got really nervous. Okay? I liked the French twist of <laughs> noir. <laughs> that was good. Love it. Showing what your culture. What else culture. would it be? I, I love that. Alrighty. <laughs> Rant topic. Oh, here we go. So this is our Don't Get Me Started. This is our next segment. Don't Get Me Started. So let's let's keep it in the theme of like moving out, living mm-hmm. out of home. Mm-hmm. What's something that just grinds your gears about the adulting life? Uh, probably that it's just not affordable or practical to grocery shop. That's one thing I really wanted to get into when I moved out of home. You know, get into cooking a bit of meal prep, but it just doesn't make sense for me at all because, you know, I, I have two other roommates, but we don't, you know, pitch in and share groceries or anything like that. We're all on very different schedules. Um, yeah, my schedule changes every week too. I don't know how many nights a week I'm going to be out. So that's one thing which kind of sucks that it's not affordable to go to grocery shopping and cooking. So I'm always either I'm eating out or I'm getting something delivered to my apartment. It's a poke bowl or sushi or something like that. Mexican rice bowl or whatever. It's so annoying because you literally, you go to the grocery store and I'm not obsessed with Mm -hmm. cooking. So if you love cooking, No, I'm really not. I'm really not. But I was hoping this would be the opportunity (laughs) to get (laughs) into cooking. To become a chef. But no, and as well, my kitchen, it's, uh, it's the size of this coffee table. Yeah. Not that the listeners can see it. It's very, it's very small. There's a sink, a stove, and like bench space is like the size Funny. of two hands put together. It's very, yeah. very small. Well, that, that's just one of the things. Like you go out and you buy all these groceries and you spend like $50 on groceries to yeah. make one meal. And then and it all goes off if you don't use it. So exactly. it's just not practical. I think that's one thing I would love to see more, you know, sm- smaller portion sizes. Yeah. Like even when I do have an off night, I'll normally go to Sam, my boyfriend's house, and we'll cook together because he loves cooking and it's definitely more affordable to um you know cook for two people but still same thing happens there's still you know yeah. the, the serving and portion sizes of what they give you it's still too big and I things think, go to waste i think eating i got a bit of a glimpse of this when i was in the states mm-hmm. but eating healthy as well in america is very hard and very expensive yeah like yeah. i was with my friends um jacinta and jacob shout mm-hmm. out to yeah you guys. love them Hi, guys. um we were we were doing a couple of days in new york city and i remember we were all on a budget because we were about to go off to college mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we all were going on exchange to different universities so we were like let's spend some time in the 
the city but not spend too much money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and hard to do in New York <laughs> very hard to do so we were like let's just have a light lunch we were doing a bunch of sightseeing we went into Whole Foods and I was like cool I'll just get a salad mm-hmm. a salad was like 15 US dollars yeah it's a package it's like and then you have to add the tax and if you have to ta- tip them it's it's, it's crazy insane. and then when you do the exchange rate or whatever I was ended up paying like 25 dollars for a salad yeah, and like, a bottle of water or whatever it was yeah. you know it was just ridiculous and then we were like well we could literally just go to a hot dog stand or like go to pizza, dollar pizza, get a dollar for a slice of pizza yeah. you know but then but it's that like that's health. not how you want to treat your body yeah. so yeah it's great and to have that every now and then but but it's it's difficult and i remember last night as well um talking with someone who went to america too and they were saying mm-hmm. how mcdonald's in australia and mcdonald's in america is so different yes it's so funny because like you know i love going getting a snack wrap getting some fries mcdonald's subway but in america it's just not a thing you do yeah. it's looked upon you know you don't really want to go in there that's where all the homeless hang out yeah. which is so bizarre because mcdonald's isn't it's a nice place here. Yeah. Like, they're well yeah. presented and it's not a weird thing to go to mcdonald's but here it's just like you know i've don't think I've ever eaten a McDonald's while I've been in New York. It's just kind of a bit yeah. gross, and I don't think the standards culture. as well are quite up to you know the same as in Australia. Food they safety bit, and yeah, they yeah. look a bit dodgy. And yeah. there's obviously a lot of other burger places there, but you know I do yeah. love a good cheeseburger. So, yeah, well, I know that was, that was the main kind of difference for us, I guess, like seeing the difference between like even a salad, like a wrap or mm-hmm. a burger feels healthier at an Australian McDonald's. Yeah, and it, 100%. It's weird yeah, like, it's to think so it's the bizarre. same restaurant, but yeah. yeah. The prices are not the best in New York. <laughs> Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Our next topic, mm-hmm. our next segment, sorry, is called In Case You Missed It. Okay. So yesterday... <laughs> Um, oh, well, I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, but yeah. recently in the near December 19th, yeah. <laughs> maybe December 18th December, in the US, yeah. um, Trump was impeached. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to get a gauge of what it was like as an Australian living overseas mm-hmm. in the States, a country where you can't vote, you know, all that sort of stuff. How, how did, how was that for you being an Australian through all of that? Honestly, there's not much you can do. You can't vote. You don't have a say. You just have to endure, like, listening to your co-workers and other American pals whinge about it and, like, vent their struggles. But you're helpless. Like, you can have an opinion, but it's not really going to mean anything. Yeah. It's never really affected me, though. I'm like, it is what it is. Hopefully, you know, he's out next year. But actually, my friend Georgia, she um, is about to move from the J1 to the E3. And Trump um, ordered that all the consulates are going to be closed on December 24th, which is when she had her appointment for her visa. She's only in Australia for a limited amount of time, and the only appointment she could get was in Perth. So she had booked flights all the way to Perth for the 24th and to come back, but her appointment was cancelled. Like, oh, like we could do it on the 27th. But the turnaround time for these visas is normally a week, and her flight leaves on the 1st of January. So Trump really, you know, screwed her over. So we all have very harsh feelings towards this latest order, but... Yeah, he's an interesting one. Yeah, definitely, because all your, your plans just out the window. I, I know guess it affects immigration a lot 100%. as well. All of his policies, yeah, and that's something that would, I guess, impact you and all yeah. the other Aussies and yeah. other people living in New yeah, York as well. For sure, well, I think Australians we definitely have it the best out of ever, ever, any other country. I was looking at a John Oliver segment. Mm-hmm. He's like a talk show guy. Yeah. And he was talking about the wait times for visas in other countries. And you wouldn't believe it. Some are 20 years. It's insane. Like, we're definitely the luckiest country. That's ridiculous. We have a really great visa deal. Um, But for anyone else, it's very tough to be able to come and live and work in the U.S. Um, Alrighty, well, that was a good little... Yeah, (laughs) We've been covering everything today. I know, I know. What's next? Um, Okay, our final segment. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, hey, Sorry. Siri. <laughs> Siri wants to join in. Siri's like, guys, Siri, you're not shut invited. Up. <laughs> Siri, shush. Um, okay, so our check it out segment. Mm-hmm. Um, this is usually where someone recommends like something they've been obsessed with these past couple okay. of weeks. But I think for you, what would be quite... I guess suitable would mm-hmm. be maybe three up and coming artists that okay. you've had the chance to work with or maybe yeah. someone you've got your eye on. Okay, I actually have three people in mind. These are developing. Actually, maybe I have four. Is that all right? Do as okay. many as you want. Well, so, um, my first one, um, her name is Layla Blue. She is the sweetest girl with the most incredible powerhouse voice. She has the most amazing story as well. She basically taught herself to sing when she was. 14 or 15 definitely check her out on spotify her name's layla blue on instagram she's gorgeous has amazing voice amazing look and you know big things coming in 2020 for her so i'm really excited for that i've heard her song silence yes yes yeah yeah she just released her first ep and she's just killing it and there's more coming in the new which i'm really excited she i think she's gonna you know make it another young woman in the music yeah exactly exactly and then um another one is this duo called x lovers they're kind of in like pop rock punk indie kind of world and they're awesome like so talented just these two kids that have been friends their whole life they're such lovely guys they also released um an ep in november more coming in the new year they're going on tour with tate mccray which is another um young developing artist she was a dancer in a previous life and now she's making in the music industry like she has music on pop rising definitely recommend checking her out but yeah that she that (laughs) <laughs> X Lovers is going on tour with Tate McRae and Chelsea Cutler, another artist I also Chelsea, Chelsea Cutler is the best. She's um, awesome. Yeah, she has an album coming in the new year, which I'm really excited about. So yeah, Layla Blue, X Lovers, Tate McRae, Chelsea Cutler, definitely check them out. Um, and then Jack Gray, do you know him? He's Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. awesome. He recently got signed to a label in the US, so that's really great for him. His music is awesome. He's such a nice guy. He's living in LA. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what is next for him in the new year. But then I guess in terms of bigger artists, my favorite one that I've discovered recently is probably Doja Cat. She's awesome. Just like such a cool sound. So fun. She also just released a new album the last two months, I think. So I definitely recommend checking her out. She's awesome. And how do you keep your finger on the pulse of, you know, all these new artists, all these new musicians coming Because I get like a hundred emails in my inbox every day oh, telling you? me what's coming. So Being yeah. Being like, check this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all over it. And it's just basically that's my team's responsibility to make sure Spotify's in the know of everything yeah. that's coming. Yeah. And then we also really work closely with the editorial teams. They're the ones behind the playlisting. Yeah. So, you know, they're the ones discovering the new trends, the new artists, plugging and programming them into all the top playlists around the world. So we're always on top of that and monitoring it. So it's awesome. And you just meet like these developing artists as well who haven't like quite made it, you know, to maybe a playlisting level. They're just about to release new music through other people in the music industry. So that's another way I kind of yeah. keep on top of it. I love like seeing, you know, the Spotify wrapped, how that yes. just came oh, out. So I just, I'm, I remember like people were like posting memes and stuff being like, no that. one cares about your Spotify wrapped. But I was like, no, yes, I actually do, do care. Like, do. I loved seeing everybody post on yeah. their stories because I feel like your music taste is just such it a... It defines you. It defines you. And it's such a quirky kind of like indicator of people, uh-huh. you know, and it's, the Spotify wrapped yeah. was another way because it wasn't like you could pretend that you listened to all these exactly. music. It was exactly. literally like, like this are. is what you listen Taylor to. Taylor Swift is my top artist. She was my too and I was like okay yeah. like this yeah. is kind of embarrassing but like I don't even care we have the same music taste remember so yeah like it was yeah. just it was so awesome to see like people who you know you might have just known through Instagram or your friends of mm-hmm. friends or whatever and you see them post this on their story and you're like yeah oh, that's oh. the kind of music like, they I listen might to check this out oh, maybe they listen to that. Yeah, yeah it really like social media was just taken over for like a week of wrapped memes and yeah posts. it was awesome 
And I guess yeah. working in the field of marketing, mm-hmm. you know, social media is one of those things where it's taken over our world like crazy. Mm-hmm. One of my New Year's resolutions is to spend less time on my phone because I find yeah. that I just mindlessly am on Instagram so yes, much. Just yeah, constantly... actually, that's another thing I want to add to my leave behind in 2019, just the phone addiction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just those, constantly you get picking it up. And at the end of the week weekly that screen time? Yeah, oh, yeah I want to reduce that a lot. Holy <laughs> mo- I had like this one week, I had like, your highest was like eight hours a day. I'm like... What am How? I? That's like my entire yeah. day. How is that? And even it's possible? just like you mindlessly pick up your phone and check the time. It's like messages, yeah, two minutes Instagram, at a time, three minutes at a time. Like, imagine like, all the things you could get done. In that amount, of, exactly. I'm like, wow. That like, I never want to get chunk. rid of it completely because that's kind of how I stay in the know of everything yeah. and connect yeah. with friends and family at home. Yeah. Like, cause I, I know some of my friends, they got rid of it. I was like, I could not yeah. do that. <laughs> I don't think cold turkey is the way to go mm-hmm. about it, especially since it's such a big part of our generation yeah. and our life. And like the industry that we work in as well. Like, yeah, exactly. We need it. Like with, yeah, with journalism, with mm-hmm. everything, you know, breaks on social media and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's a big part. And um, it's also hard because you're kind of like, okay, you know, I don't want to spend so much time on social media, blah, blah, blah. But then you're like, oh, but I need to check it again. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah so just scrolling and yeah. stories, it just never ends. But I feel like I've dropped Snapchat. Mm, so that's one less thing yeah. I have to yeah. worry about. But yeah, it's just, yeah. and then sometimes now there's TikTok. So I'm, yeah. Oh, you can just scroll through TikTok for hours. That's another mindless Twitter, thing Twitter, like yeah. Facebook, I've kind of, you know, yeah. checked that. But yeah, Instagram's but main It's one. I guess with anything that you consume with your food, with your diet, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, is social media is just the same. It's all about, I did this one thing recently where I went in and I unfollowed a bunch of people where I'd scroll through my Instagram. Yes. And if I looked at a photo and I thought, how does that make I literally, me feel? I did that yesterday. Yeah. I unfollowed yeah. someone because they posted like I was like, wait, why do I even follow this person? Yeah. yeah. It's like a social media detox. And mm-hmm. it's like, this is the media that I'm consuming first thing when I wake mm-hmm. up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is this really how I want to start my day? Yeah. So I've started, I've unfollowed all these people, you know, people from like maybe even high school or people yeah. that I'm like, I honestly have nothing to yeah, do with like, you I anymore. Really and that you're like, <laughs> good, good, good for you for living yeah. your life. But I'm like, it's just yeah, not really benefiting me or exactly. in any way. Yeah. And I think that's a healthy thing to do. It definitely is. And following people who um, are kind of inspiring you and people uh-huh. that are, you know, like I um, follow this girl, Liv Schreiber, and mm-hmm. she's um, she's in New York. She's like an influencer kind okay. of girl, but she just has this vibe that's just so yeah. different to other people, uh-huh. this energy that she brings about her. Okay. And she reminds me a lot. Uh, you should, yeah. Um, she reminds me a lot of my friend Kelly mm-hmm. in the sense that they're just so unapologetic unapologetically themselves on I social love that. media like I love that. She, her snap that's stories that's the type of influencer I want to follow not someone who's just posting bikini pics with exactly. meaningless exactly. captions I unfollowed like, so many like yeah. Gold Coast Instagrammer girls yeah. who are just posting photos it's in like, their bikinis I'm like what that, are you trying to achieve I feel like we passed that stage a few years ago exactly like, yeah it's like <laughs> that's just making me A feel bad about myself because I don't have the same body yeah. that you do or like yeah. I don't have those the latest bikinis exactly. or whatever exactly but, like Liv is just going around. She's like posting, you know, Instagram stories of her with like the janitor in a Aww. in a her office building yeah. or whatever. And she's like, "Hey, what did you have for lunch today?" Or she's constantly That's like so cool. meeting new people I love at like that. That's stores. So refreshing. And, yeah, That's really it's just refreshing. it's just such a um, awesome like energy that you get from uh-huh. her. So I think following more people like yeah. that and trying to find those yeah. people. It's and, very interesting to see how like all your friends or different people you know use Instagram because some people you know they want to document everything or they want to yeah. do the solo photo shoots and yeah. you know yeah. always have the content every couple of days and then yeah. there's others who are just like yeah like I and did I this I guess I'll post but like not doing it for the gram yeah. you know and I get that they're making money you know yeah. and that's how they're that's their yeah. livelihood and that's their income but I'm like it's just for me when someone's like if I look at a post and that doesn't look like they're trying to sell me something but they actually are I'm like whoa you did that in yeah. a way that's like really yeah. genuine and really exactly. you know it's not like yeah. 20% off and da, 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 da. exactly <laughs>
that brings us to the oh end my gosh, of our we made segment. it. We made it. That was crazy. It was such a good chat. It really Is was. There anything else that you want to add? I guess one final tip of advice to someone who is like you know maybe at the end of their degree yeah. they're like look i want to do it i want to make yeah. the move what what would you say honestly them? do it like this is your shot especially if you want to move to the u.s and you want to get on that j1 visa do it while you can get that visa because it's a lot easier than getting the e3 the e3 so you know like once you graduate and you don't have a job i think now's the time to do it because you're not really attached to anything at home like you're young you know you're gonna make so many new friends so many new memories so many new adventures like you really never know what's gonna happen like I didn't expect to you know get this job like have an amazing apartment in the West Village meet an amazing guy like make amazing friends like it just in one year so much can change and you look back and just be so happy that you made that plunge because I know it's scary and I know it's hard but you just have to bite the bullet and do it. I think that's it. And that's so true because it's one of those things where you're like, time is always going to pass no yeah. matter what you do. Yeah. And I guess like with our New Year's resolution of spending less time on yeah. our phones, it's changing the content that you consume. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it's just one of those things where you're like, okay, now that I've spent more time, like taking a couple of time, taking a couple of hours out of my day to maybe not even hours, minutes probably mm-hmm. to journal or to, yeah. you know, listen to a podcast yeah, that's exactly. like about Something career or identity or, uh-huh. yeah. So if you keep listening to Convo Radio, <laughs> shameless plug. Lots no. of great content coming in 2020. <laughs> Love it. And on that note, we'll say goodbye there. Thanks okay. for joining Bye, us, Bella. Jess. Bye, everyone. <laughs>